0: gonna have to jump into it immediately because i think it's just like you know people clicked on it and they know we're talking about body swaps and stuff and i just for sure don't think it's a body swap film like technically i would about you know yeah i mean fight for it we're gonna fight about this because i remember when we were scheduling this we were like we were saying to be f- to be fair, I'm the one who s- suggested this film, but the one we're doing next week is plays by the same rules and I was fighting with you about <laughs> how it's not a body swap film really, but then I gladly put this one on, but it's the exact same premise.
1: Yeah, what would the difference? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know shit. No, it's not. It's a time travel movie. Ah, Technically time travel, eh? She traveled forward in time. And we don't touch on that at all. Shit. She could go back to the agent and be like, cell no phones and like the internet. And like, what did you say earlier? m and the thing. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, not the candy. Yeah. Um, fuck, why didn't I get m M&M? and I'm such a stupid fucking idiot. Oh, what a I dude. did not get M&M's for snack time.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Fuck, that's mad disappointing.
0: Welcome to the Pod Charles Cinecast! <laughs> presented by the Prince Charles Cinema and the Brad Crumbs Collective. This year I was Sean the Foster and I am here with my 13-year-old boy. <laughs> 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 Alright, man. You wanna go to jail? How's it gonna feel? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized uh, we didn't do that for the last week's episode. So sorry, you got a very jarring episode with no proper intro. Like, you haven't listened to 132 oh, of these goddamn things and don't I know don't who remember. we are yet.
1: 132.
0: If you jumped into like Freaky Friday your first time in and you didn't know who in the hell we were, oh, you're lost. You're lost. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like, what
1: the fuck's the pink slip? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm ready swap bodies once again even if it's a body swap movie and I've already had there's not there's not a name for it. Yeah, That's the problem. It's kind but of it, body swap, though. It's, you're, the, you're swapping, it's not. You swap, but there's no swap. Yeah, you swapping no swap.
0: but you're, you're self swapping. <laughs> you're swapping from a young self, young version of yourself to no, an older they, version of yourself. No, but, but, yeah, but the yeah, older.
1: But Phil, folks, I
0: was on the whole, it's stuff. not a body swap film as well, but with the one we're talking about next week, which is kind of plays by the same rules. Um, but yeah, I had to talk myself into it with this so i feel you i know i yeah. know
1: it's not i know it's no i'm right happy right. to break the rule because <laughs> the act if we could be strict with it then yeah. it's kind of boring it's the same movie you know we're not i don't want to talk about the change up yeah you know yeah yeah we're not we doing did right. we're not yeah, doing we 17
0: did. again yeah i mean that's, we that's not bad we kind of are yeah yeah but that's not a
1: swap either yeah he we ages did. down this is in reverse. Um, seventeen. This is better than seventeen. Is Although yeah. that movie Also movie. a
0: remake, though.
1: They're all remakes. They're all remakes. All yeah. remakes of that old Chinese fable. <laughs> <laughs> Vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> a lesson to fathers or whatever Yeah, <laughs> I want to get that tattooed <laughs> like <laughs> so over the you... stomach like th- suck <laughs> <like thug> Life
2: <laughs>
1: a lesson, a a lesson father. to fathers <laughs> that should be the name for this season man you yeah. haven't, we haven't put it out yet yeah fuck I could it.
0: change it, it's not what are the rules <laughs> yeah a it's a lesson
1: father. to fathers people are like fuck man that sounds deep as shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean I wanted I, wa- I really wanted to bring up last week and I'll do it now and just derail this episode early. Go for it. Because yeah. it won't come up in this one. Um, just through the mechanics again. So in the last movie she swapped with her mother and part of, you know, the awkward comedy comes from her, you know her mother's, you know, fiance wanting a, you know, affection. they try to kiss and she's like, Oh no, cult story, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Really awkward. But have you ever seen that movie The Secret? i know the book the secret no relation <laughs> it's not it's not you know what yeah i haven't seen it but yes. i've listened to the how did this get made episode about it and it's a body swap movie that's also like a erotic thriller
2: Ooh,
1: okay. and it's about like i think the mom gets into an accident and her spirit goes into the daughter and then the daughter starts having a relationship with the father and the father of David Duchovny, and it's just Ooh. about David Duchovny trying to fight the urge to have sex with his wife slash daughter. Strange, ew. It's
0: weird though, because that strangely like kind of fits in with today's episode
1: somehow. Yeah, kind of. I'm just very glad, like this. I bring it up now because I feel like this movie handles subject matter that could be awkward or could be a bit problematic quite well. I think Actually. we need to
0: get it to it because I think that's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole goddamn film. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I, if
1: I'm thinking what
0: you're th- you're mm. talking about. All right. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, last week we discovered the mysticism of our local Chinese restaurant, which <laughs> caused us to swap bodies, leaving Phil to edit the episode. And I had to direct his movie until we learned the importance of A being friendship. okay with our moms <laughs> moving on from our dead dad's. And now we're back in our own bodies and we still aren't sure what are the rules.
1: We haven't even tried to lay out the rules. Though. Yeah, well, we can do it this week. We'll try in this week, yeah. All
0: right, it's week two of what are the rules, our ultimate body swap extravaganza, and now we move away from stories of people swapping bodies with each other to stories of young people swapping into adult versions of themselves. Is that a body swap? I don't know. We're going to figure <laughs> it out.
1: Look, if you Google body swap movie, that comes up. It comes so up.
0: Just fuck so up. shut up. Don't at me. Shh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck around, around and find out. <laughs> 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 Over the next two weeks, we'll explore two of the best of these examples. First, with the film that gave all little chubby kids hope that they'll turn into Mark Ruffalo. No. Or at least <laughs> that the pretty girl that they're crushing on will hope that they turn into Mark Ruffalo.
1: And what film, Phil? Look, we all want to be Mark Ruffalo. Let's just get that out the way God now. Damn, I just want to God. Be- Fucking You're so cute damn it! And lovable. I know. Um, it's thirteen going on thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna made a wish. I
2: hate being thirteen. I just want to be grown up. And went from thirteen to thirty overnight. Mom. Hey, sweet mom. Hey, sweetheart. You like it? Not yet. <gasps> Something really freaky is happening here. I slept in an apartment I've never seen before. There was a naked man in my shower and I saw it. His... Oh, Gross. Now, everyone wants her. Repeat after me. I am Jenna Rank, big time magazine editor. I am? The red one. Those, for sure. That one. Love, knew it, genius. But no one knows her secret. I'm 13! Jenna, if you're gonna start lying about your age, I'd go to 27. I'm not getting. Matt, it's me! Jenna, I haven't seen you since high school. Why are you here? Yesterday was my 13th birthday. And
1: today I woke up and I'm this. There's something really weird going on. I like your dress. It's because they've got these incredible boobs to fill it out. I'm at a party. It's so cool. not it's thriller!
2: Revolution Studios presents. The story of a woman who's living the life she always dreamed of. Jennifer Garner is 13 going on 30.
1: Mr. Hottie behind you is totally scamming on you. Should I go talk to him? I actually came over here because I think you're really cute. So do you want to go out sometime? uh uh-huh. I'm going to take enjoy.
0: off
2: now. But he you want to go to jail? I a bad guy. The man? Oh, gross.
0: After the total humiliation of her 13th birthday party, Jenna Rink wants to just hide until she's 30. Thanks to some wishing dust given to her by her best friend, Maddie, Jenna's wish to be
1: 30. Shaky. Shaky flirty. ground again. <laughs> and <thriving>. Wishing dust? <laughs> what the fuck that's, is wishing dust? That's racist. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's what that is.
0: Yeah. Jenna's wish to be 30, flirty, and thriving is answered when she wakes up as a 30-year-old, played by Jennifer Garner, in a lush Manhattan apartment. With a knockout body, a dream apartment, a fabulous wardrobe, an athlete boyfriend, a dream job at her favorite magazine, Poise, and superstar friends, this can't be a better life. But of course, as a 30-year-old with a 13-year-old mind, Jenna soon realizes that she is out of her death and she seeks out the help of her now-grown-up friend, Maddie, who's played by Mark Ruffalo. But when she finds him, she discovers he's not the same person that she knew when she was younger and that they're no longer friends and that she really isn't that great of a person. Can Jenna make amends, come to terms with adulthood, and get herself back to being 13? Or is she stuck in this grown-up body, alone, after alienating everyone she has ever loved? forever it's a rom-com man of course she's gonna get back to 13 <laughs> it's the 2004 romantic comedy directed by gary winnick and written by josh goldsmith and kathy yuspa hot takes out the gate phil 13 going on
1: 30 hot take i love fuck me too <laughs> i love this movie move on, move on. <laughs> um unashamedly love this movie i dude i knew that going in yeah. um That I would, he would be the most enjoyable thing about this movie. But first time watching it, is this your first time? Wow, never seen it. Never seen it.
0: I feel like I've probably talked about thirteen going on thirty a little bit. Like I don't know about on the podcast, but like Mm. I've probably talked to you about how I like this. I've never,
1: I've never gotten the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I only watched it a few hours ago, and again. Very surprised. Fun, Fun movie. movie. Like yeah. quite, like honestly, like done quite well. Yeah. Better than it had any right to be. Definitely. It just, there's something there that like really worked, And I think again, it's the two leads that make it work. And again, the fucking plot shit thin and yeah. shaky as yeah, yeah. fuck. Um, but <laughs> doesn't but, really make sense, but whatever. <laughs> make no sense. Um, but it, the thing that I like about it, one, I think it's the best thing I've seen Jennifer Garner in, it actually makes use of her like annoying, like confused look that she always had on her face.
2: Yeah, and yeah, like yeah.
1: actually, it yeah. and you know this, the perfect vehicle for her to do that, and she again quite committed. She's not afraid of looking kind of stupid and so kind did of weird. did she get
0: it from this film, and now it's her trademark?
1: Maybe, but yeah, because now I'm doing it in hindsight. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she's always got that look, and yeah. this, I'm like, oh, it makes sense because she. She wakes up in literally a different body, so maybe, yeah, it's a body swap. And just Mark Ruffalo, it's just just so sweet, it's so dreamy, just, <laughs> just so dreamy like, like, just everything I want to be as a man, yeah. You know, he kind of dresses like me in the movie, and I'm like, that's cool. And it was just, you know, he's great, he had like he better than this whole movie, but I'm glad he's in it, like, he did, you know, this is before. Sort of, he would be taken seriously as like a
0: yeah, like an Oscar
1: worthy actor. I think this like, is the
0: film that not only like Jennifer Garner,
1: but launched becomes, him as well, becomes
0: like you know, a uh, star off of it's mm. a the film that really like launched Mark Ruffalo,
1: yeah, into like leading man or like yeah. good character actor material. He just plays it so authentically and like relatably, and he's genuinely funny and a warm president, and and like. The film does the sort of nostalgia thing quite well, I think, yeah. and uses that as like a theme, you know, like with the whole the presentation she does at the end, and mm. all about remembering what was good to move from your past to move forward to a better future. I mean, that could be taken either way. It was a strange experience watching it for me because it's obviously made for people in the 30s who were in their 30s in like the 2000s yeah, and yeah. remember and remember growing up in the 80s and you or know, 13
0: year olds in the early 2000s who that's wanna, what who I mean older
1: yeah and yeah. now that's what I mean like so it's got that double nostalgia value you yeah. know it's, it's older people reminiscing about the 80s but when I watch it I'm like oh fuck like the early 2000s and it makes me <laughs> yeah. it makes me nostalgic like Freaky Friday does like yeah. Mean Girl does for that kind of movie there's a that the look and feel to the early 2000s studio comedy that I miss because mm-hmm. they just don't make those anymore yep. for whatever reason, you know, because they were like middle tier movies, middle budget movies that they're just not interested in anymore. But yeah. this one, this one's a super fun movie, man. Like, I wanted to again, I wanted to come in and shit on it, and know some stupid shit in it. Never don't like dance numbers, as yeah. A whole. yeah, yeah, like 500 Days of Summer reeked of that, but it's fine. You move on. It's only one of them. Um, and there's lots of stuff that I really liked about it. It was a surprisingly fun film. And and I was glad, I was glad to have seen it actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I've, I've really liked this film since I first saw it. I mean, like it was 2004 it came out. So it's like, we were joking about last week about how, uh, and I feel bad about this. And I also like, Cause you, you mentioned Mean Girls and I like, it made me remember like, Oh shit. Um, like, I don't know if I'm going to get flack for saying what I said last <laughs> week. And I didn't really,
1: uh, by my it. recollection, you said th- you hated. Mean Girls. <laughs> and that yeah. was one of the worst films ever made, but whatever. Yeah. But like, it's Run one of those on things that.
0: where I, I personally have more nostalgia for Freaky sure. Friday than Mean Girls. Cause I didn't see Mean Girls until I was a lot older while yeah, I do yeah. find it funny but I almost put it in the same category as like when I saw Pitch Perfect another film that's very fun and funny that I saw yeah. at the cinema for the first time
1: Yeah, because yeah.
0: I worked there and I had to work one of those events or something you know yeah, like, so it's I not like along. it's not like it's a thing where like I'm shitting on the film I just have no nostalgia point for it so coming into this you coming into this like you have no nostalgia point for it, so you can find the merit of it of watching it from that mm. viewpoint of "Hey, I grew up in that time period. That's cool."
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can
0: find the merit of it being a fun film, but you're also not going to probably have those moments of knowing what the the bits and beats of this film are that like mm. are yeah. so important to people.
1: Through yeah. don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, because you just <laughs> you, and also you didn't watch it until today, so yeah. it's like
1: <laughs> so you wouldn't know like the
0: thing you shit on. Is uh, and rightfully so. And it's an interesting speaking point, which I will get to in a minute about this film is the dance number.
1: And like, <laughs> but it, every movie of the in this era is that yeah. Legally Blunt has a dance number, and True. I don't yeah. know why.
0: <laughs> but it is like one of those bits that I think that people are nostalgic for is that dance number, and it, which makes no sense. when we could talk about the dance number in general because it's like, how does anyone know the dance all the steps
1: to, to thriller? It. Yeah. Even if
0: you're thinking of like...
1: You know this, the hand. Yeah, you know the hand. Shirt.
0: Even if you're thinking from like, okay, well, Jenna knows it because Jenna's 13 we in her saw it at the
1: beginning. And mm. she
0: was dancing to it and it was new in her time. So it's still fresh in her head. And she goes in. It's like, you know, any silly dance that might be kind of popular. You might remember a few moves from it. But when sure. everybody starts doing it, that's where it gets a bit cheesy and it's a bit silly. And, I'm, and I'll go into it in a little bit about why they did that whole fucking dance number, but
1: the power of MJ, bro.
0: (laughs) God, this is, (laughs) God, no, that's the problematic point. Isn't it? Yeah. The the use of MJ song. Mm -hmm. Um, Or is it problematic that I said that?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, um, it, it's it's funny though because like no one would know those fucking steps, like all those steps to a point where it becomes like a line dance and everybody's doing it. It's not the fucking like electric slide or the macarena or the cha-cha <laughs> it's slide. Quite it's quite a complicated like, yeah, series Yeah, it's a of very movies. complicated series of moves.
1: It's not it's like very a very easy.
0: Yeah, it's so choreographed. Yeah. Oh god! But anyway, this film's fucking fun, man. It's hilarious. Jennifer Garner, like you said, she's great at it. Mm. Mark Ruffalo's is great. Mm. Fucking. Fatty Magoo, Judy Greer. It's Judy Greer. great. Yeah, she's so good. good. She's great. So Spot hateable. on.
1: You're she's just waiting for the heel, heel is the mean, Yeah, You know it's the coming. Girl. Obviously uh, it's coming.
0: I'll get to hills with her as well later. <laughs> oh man, she's great. I love Judy Greer. So yeah, it's a great cast. Uh, a few funny surprise faces and stuff pop up as well, which makes it even more fun. But um, yeah, it's great. Like I... I There's moments in this film that I hadn't seen it in a while. And like I was watching with Julia and I wasn't sure. I think she had never seen it. I think she thought she had, but she hadn't. So we were watching it and she's seen it for the first time. And we had just obviously done Freaky Friday, like the day before or something. So, Mm. you know, reliving that again was really fun. So we're in this whole thing and it's just been fun so far with these two films. I've loved it. It's been (laughs) such a blast to revisit. But the scene in general that I think is the funniest fo- scene in the whole entire film is where they're at the bar. <laughs>
1: <And> oh, God. <laughs> this is <laughs> so, what I'm talking about. Yeah, what yeah. a good moment. Played it's done so well. So well. So well. Any well. other any other great movie, joke. that would fall flat. Yeah, yeah. it's great such
0: a great joke. Because it's, it's the power of doing something that is way over the line. But you <laughs> can actually get away with it because – in her head, she's 13, so she's at the bar with Judy Greer, and they're talking, and she's freaking out and stuff, and Judy's just like, Judy Greer, or Tom Tom, whatever her name is in the film, Tom Tom, mm-hmm. is like, oh, the, you know, like, why don't you chill out, just relax? There's that cute guy over there who keeps looking in your way, and she's like, what, me? Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you just see this man. Is it Clive Owen? There. I don't know, it looks it like It looks
1: him, just you know. like Clive Owen. I do think like, it no. is, but.
0: Yeah, it's just like this handsome man standing there, just kinda like middle-aged guy, just kinda like nodding and and then she just walks over and you think she's going to this guy, she walks right right past him and I just immediately lost it. I was like, Oh my god, this scene, I forgot about this scene, and I would start laughing and Julia's like, What? And then just show the little boy the reveal. She's like,
1: hi. I I think you're really cute.
0: <laughs> Do you want to go yeah. out sometime?
1: Yeah. He's like, yeah. What's
0: up? <laughs> it's so good.
1: Judy goes out to like snatch yeah. her away, and it's like, what the so, fuck is wrong with you?
0: That is such a funny fucking moment in the film. The, it's that so is good. funny. I think though. All right. So it was announced in October 2022 that director Gary Wanick was going to direct the film, or is in discussion to direct the film. But the studio was really hesitant. they were like a bit worried because they thought he was going to turn into an art film or some weird ass movie. So they had this <laughs> script, but when it comes in and he got buzz for directing the 2000 indie film called tadpole. And it's mm. interesting. He yeah, brought yeah. up this film called the secret. So that's about a 15 year old who falls in love with his stepmother convinced that he oh. could be better, uh, a better partner to her than his work obsessed father. And all his all of his advances get picked up on by not his stepmother, but his stepmother's best friend, and she welcomes them. <laughs> so of course, yeah. he finds himself in this weird situation where he's like way in over his head and stuff. yeah. and it's like a it's funny because you could see that weirdness, There's an element there. yeah that in this film. And I think it's because Gary Winnick, when he came on board, he like had the guy who helped him write tadpole, who he collaborated with do like a polish. Of the script, mm. and he changed up a bunch of stuff, including the dance number and like a couple of other bits and pieces here and there. And unfortunately, that guy, like, even though he like rewrote the script, didn't get a credit because he had a disagreement with the Writers Guild, and he just got completely uh, like blasted. <laughs> oh so, yeah.
1: shit! Yeah,
0: but yeah. Anyway, like, Weinick, he was a big advocate for digital technology and how it could turn storytellers into filmmakers. But it was Jennifer Garner who had a big hit with Alias on her hands. So she got offered this leading role and she requested to work with Weinick and went to bat for him because she saw Tadpole. And he said, me and Jennifer said, it's got to be about something. The studio was concerned that I would turn it into an art film. And I was like, you can't turn this into an art film, but I can happily elevate it to make it better than it is. So I think it is. he's yeah. the reason why it's got that magic yeah. sauce to it.
1: Like, yeah, it's better than like a, a movie of that kind, which was quite prevalent. Yeah, during that time, I I don't know his films
0: uh, in particular, and I think he did unfortunately pass away um, oh, a few fun. years ago. Uh, but. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think in early too, he wasn't that old. Uh, maybe cancer or something, but like, it's unfortunate. Um, but I, it made me like reading this and stuff about him made me want to go check out Tadpole and stuff. It was like, yeah, sounds that sounds like a really interesting movie. Yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got Sigourney Weaver in it as well, or or Susan Sarandon. One of those two that I generally get confused all the time. <laughs> I know, like, I love both of them, but when I was a kid, they were like. The same person to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should tell them that if you ever yeah. meet them.
0: Uh, so yeah, Jennifer Garner. It was her first leading role. She was, of course, you know, in supporting roles like Wanda and Dude. Where's my car? I know, guys. Oh my god! We totally need to talk about that movie, but you know, just shut up about it. We'll, you know, don't end.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do it every episode until yeah. we do it. Is that a body plot movie.
2: <laughs> no, unfortunately, shit. Not.
1: It's not coming. Can up, we guys. wait? Can we do like a? uh like a roofy season but less rapey roofie season
0: but less rapey you smell. know what I mean? So
1: like that like the hangover. Yeah. Like dude where's my car. Like um
0: a blackout season. That's a blackout better. Blackout season. Yeah, that's
1: Thank a better. You. Don't call it roof season. <laughs> Fuck. That's totally yeah. rapey.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. I can't think of any other examples, but just as an excuse to talk about Dude, with My or Yeah. Or oh, there must be an anniversary uh, coming up.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll have a gander. Dude, Where's My Car is a 2002 film, I believe.
1: It's not. It's not? Was you it are 2001? Right. 2000. 2000. Okay, well, we it's missed it. It's a Christmas release. bitch. Twenty. 20- that movie is 22 years old. Put a bullet in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember that shit. Uh, I had that shit on DVD. I loved it so much.
0: <laughs> well, save it. We'll talk about it eventually.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, real quick. When you Google dude with my car, the first question, you know, people also ask. Yeah. Is dude with my car uh, based on a true story? <laughs> Apparently, it did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. See, that's what I mean. See, that's your blackout season. There you go. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Guys, yeah. don't even worry. We've, <laughs> we fucking got you.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, Jennifer Garner will start making a name for herself after appearing in, I already mentioned, T- TV series Alias and films Pearl Harbor, Catch Me If You Can, and yeah. of course, Ben Affleck's Daredevil.
1: Daredevil. I do. I do actually really like The Hit Daredevil.
0: I kind of remember finding it all right. I haven't seen it since it came out, but
1: Gen- yeah. genuinely, I think it's underrated. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but this uh, this was the role. Uh, Thirteen Going on Thirty was the one that launched her into superstardom, and makes sense. Yeah. She was apparently offered the role after she won a Golden Globe for Alias, so that was like she was kind of becoming a big deal.
1: Mm. Other
0: women considered for the role were Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Hilary <laughs> Swank,
1: yeah, I can see that That's same Maybe see yeah. yeah.
0: And Renee Zellweger,
1: Renee Zellweger, sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like she could have pulled it off, but she got her own. She got Bridget Jones. Yeah, that was her big breakout. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, me myself and Irene.
0: Yeah, the understated performance. I don't.
1: Th- I don't think Jennifer Garner could pull off me myself and Irene. Yeah,
0: she could pull off this film, but you know, yeah. Jennifer Garner couldn't pull off me myself and Irene.
1: Yeah, here uh, we go. Here we go. Fight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Garner hung out with uh, twelve and thirteen year olds to get into the teenage mindset. So I think that's going to be a running that, theme. That
1: how- sounded weird. You,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis did the same thing, hanging out with her daughter, hanging out with that's her fine. Getting into the that, mindset. You got to like sure. figure out how to be a kid again. Yeah. Well, I really dig all the. I think that's the thing about this film. And I think it kind of comes down to Gary, Gary Wynick just being like a good director who thought about these things. So like all the details that just kind of like play throughout the film. And the more you see it, the more you like realize things in, in the film. So it's like Jenna is a 13 year old to, to her being a 30 year old. Like you have the blindfold that she wears in the closet when she's yeah. playing seven minutes in heaven. It's the same pattern as the eye cover that she wakes up in as she's 30. And it's also the same sort of color scheme and pattern as the famous dress that she wears in the thriller scene and at the party.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. So, is it all a dream? I don't know. Maybe a lot of these could be
0: a dream, right? Like when she's a kid, uh, they show like a photo of Madonna on her vanity on her vanity table,
1: and then she had the same. It's the same photo,
0: but it's signed.
1: Yeah, Yeah, she's friends with Madonna.
0: And then there's things like the Poise magazine that she's reading. You know, as a kid, and That's you see all is. the clippings from. But then her apartment later, she's working at Poise, but it's like her apartment is the apartment that you see in the magazine, and then all the dresses and
1: things that oh she my wears God. is oh, all dude. from
0: the women in the magazine.
1: Dude, dude, dude! Wait. That, so that legit. That, so it could that could be a theory. Could like that an actual theme in the movie is the dollhouse. Oh, yeah. It's this fake house. And it's like sometimes you can't have the dream house. But the dollhouse is good enough. So, like, is that what he's doing as well? Like, the dream is almost like a dollhouse? It's his dream. <laughs> it's his dream. <laughs> it's his, Holy shit. It's Maddie the whole time. He's yeah. He's it about, like a
0: little wizard. Yeah. He's like,
1: oh, I'm he just. He brought gonna- the dust. He brought
0: the dust. He brought the dust. That angel dust. He turned himself into like a fucking hottie.
1: You know <laughs> With the DBGB T-shirt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh man, you blew my mind. I've never thought of it that way. It's not her no. fucking thing. It's his. It's he's, his. The, he's the fucking. Where did he get the magic hey. dust from?
1: Oh, uh, Pepe from Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pepe's grandma. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they were friends. They were friends. That's the '80s. God damn. Oh, yeah. They're all connected. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, Krista B. Allen plays the younger 13-year-old version of Jenna, and she later reprised her role as playing a younger version of Jennifer Garner by portraying the teenage version of Ginny Parati in Ghost of Girlfriends Pass. That's really kind of a funny thing. She That's looked, weird. She looks so much like her, and Jennifer Garner liked her so much on this that they just brought her into another film that she did
1: years later. You might know me as young Jennifer Garner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she recently, within the last year, turned 30 and Full circle. in honor of the film and because she's says that she still acts and stuff but she's mm. like i get recognized as
1: jenna the girl from Thirteen yeah.
0: all the time so she's like she dressed up as Gen- jenna from the party with that same green dr- uh striped dress and everything the uh, the iconic dress from yeah. the, thr- the thriller dancing and stuff she dressed up like that and she was like, there's photos of her online. It's <laughs> so great. much like Jennifer Garner. It's crazy. It's I was like, going to say
1: that much should be it's weird. It's really like cool. The, the best cop play ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then she also did a video. It might've been like on TikTok or something with her and, uh, Alexandra Kyle who played the young Tom, Tom basically getting dressed in the eighties, get up that they wore when they were kids in the film. Like At the party. that's insane. funny. Insane! They look exactly the same as they did in the film. Like That's so weird. It's so strange.
1: Oh so my god! Strange. Wait, how old was Garner uh, when she made the movie? Was she thirty?
0: I guess she might have been like late twenties or thirty. 30. 30 or that's interesting. Like that. I'm not
1: really sure. Well the, these like revolutions. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo plays Matt Flamhalf
1: mm. Mark oh. Ruffalo. He's a snack right <laughs> he, Dude he's a bona fide snack
0: Snack time <laughs> I'm desperate
2: for good times Although it seems hopeless But if we have a snack time Our hope will grow oh, It's snack time It's, it's snack time but It's snack time
0: what'd you get this week you're being lazy again (laughs) dreaming i didn't mean to be dreaming about dreaming about mark ruffalo
1: yeah oh my god i should have i did it so last minute like how firstly how did i not get eminem yeah or even just something hulk or marvel related that could have done it but i was looking for like something like sherbet you know could they like had the weird sugar-based candy and they Mm -hmm. had they had Razzles. yeah, and I don't know if that's a real thing. It's definitely not something you could get here, but I was thinking, mm-hmm. fuck it, childhood snacks. We don't have Razzles, but we have Skittles.
0: Okay, yeah, that's good. Skittles Taste is the
1: rainbow, good. whatever. Taste the rainbow. I don't fucking know, man. I was <laughs> just so disappointed this week. <laughs> I'm so annoyed I didn't get m and It was right fucking there. But
0: Skittles are kind of like M&M's, but fruity, you know? Yeah,
1: and I thought that'd be fun, so I'm just going to... I haven't had Skittles anymore. You probably think I was like a teenager Skittles are great Yeah you They're got all the of flavors favorites. What do I have in my hand I've got a black currant. I've got a lemon I've got strawberry and I've got an orange Wait I'll do I'll get the lime and then I have each one Nice. Here we go I'll put them all in my mouth Just to prove to you That I have nothing up my sleeve <laughs> <laughs> The cat food all over again Yeah <laughs> Swapped it out He's for really and, and you're like, what Skittles the fuck? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't like Skittles Oh my child. Okay. Mm. Oh, good. Chewy as well. Yeah. Like Skittles candy, like gum. Yeah. Which is what they say. They're not good. They're fruity. They're nice and fruity. Yeah. I forgot how strong they are. Not bad.
0: How many little 13-year-old boys are you going to add? <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> oh man. How many um, how many dongs are you gonna cover up with an umbrella? Like adult dong. Yeah, adult dongs. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah, yeah. Of famous um, hockey players that you're sleeping with.
1: Oh yeah, by the way. I mean we'll get to that guy, but then that guy not in terms of quality. He was like a shit Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. He was like a shit Brendan Fraser from Bedadnald.
0: In a you- shit like Stephen Baldwin, like yeah. the dumb Baldwin, he's kind of like that. Yeah, but could even already kinda just kinda a shit. shit Alec Baldwin.
1: Yeah. Hey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many dongs? I give it three dongs. Three dongs. Three dongs. Not that's, bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Bill, what do you have this week?
0: All right. Well,
1: I hope you fucking so just knock it out the pipe, because you know.
0: Well, you you said that uh, razzles maybe aren't a thing, eh? Oh, well, Phil. Oh! for me. Know, my, I... my venture last week where I was deciding to be a little bit more adventurous, I mm. made an order to get those TGI Friday mac and cheese fucking s- snack bites. Mm. And um, so I had to do a special order to even get those. But my original intentions of doing that was to get what I got this week. Phil, razzles Which... are a thing. No. They are a
1: thing. They're a thing here, though. Did you have to get it ordered?
0: I got it ordered from a special place, but well, they it was from the go. UK. Okay, so it came in like a day. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, razzles. Okay, so they didn't have original razzles, but I got tropical razzles. Oh, that's fun! First, it's candy, then it's gum. It's uh pineapple, oh. strawberry, banana, tropical punch, tangerine, and kiwi lime flavored. I've All never right, had man. Razzles I'm excited. before, so um, I, I thought like I gotta do it real for this film, if we're talking about this film. So
1: do it, bro. Get a few in
0: my hand. Mm-hmm. Very wow. That's almost like <laughs> medicinal smell. <laughs> wow, that's a weird smell.
1: Oh, that is right.
0: Oh, uh, Wilson for a second. Wow.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no.
0: Wow, that's a really, like, weird consistency.
1: Can you compare it to anything? Um, Are they soft? They're hard? They're, they're kind of hard, but they, like, dissolve a bit. And,
0: like, I guess it is why it's first they're candy, then they're gum. Mm. And now I can understand why Mark Ruffalo <laughs> was talking like this. Yeah. During that scene. Because they're very, like, fucking chewy. Mm. <laughs> um, chewy. Hmm. All right, Like nice flavors But a weird consistency at first But now it's kind of it, turning into gum
1: Yeah So do you eat it or do you have to spit it out?
0: I guess you eventually spit it out It's weird Yeah because <laughs> this is like
1: Not safe for human consumption
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not too bad in sugar Which is was good mm. Because that's one thing I'm trying not to eat much of Oh, it's made by Tootsie Roll, I don't know
1: So how many um, mm. How many It's going to lose
0: its flavor immediately I can tell uh, how,
1: many, <laughs> f- how many flip phones do you give it? <laughs> flip phones It won't <laughs> stop ringing That um, was a good joke That was yeah. a good joke that like paid off immediately Because I thought In her apartment, she picked up the phone To call him dad Right away, and she doesn't stop And be like Wait, what the fuck? This is like on a hook, like yeah. on a wire <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But then out, but then outside, her fucking person ringing, and she's like, "What is that noise? Are you hearing that?" That's a good. reach so so how, uh, um, how, how many? How many flip, how many flip phones?
0: Phone? Uh, give it two and a half. Two and a half flip phones. Middling. It's okay. I should flip that shit closed. Sorry, <laughs> right. I mean it's fun for a laugh. Like, glad I tried it. Mm-hmm. I, it's a weird consistency, though. It kind of has that. Like, I, I'm trying to even think. It's like almost like it is. You're taking some sort of like vitamin or something. Like,
1: you get to complete this love for your movie yeah. now. Like now, whenever you watch it, which I assume it yearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't laughs> watch yeah. it in a while, but. yeah. No, yeah. that's a lie. And you, <laughs> you, you get to that scene where they're eating the and You can be like, I've had ratnold. I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, know <what> like. <laughs> I know what that's like. I know what oh, that's like. I know. Oh, don't kick. <laughs> there you go.
0: I'm going to take this out because otherwise. Oh, yeah. uh, what color is my tongue?
1: Red. Is it red? red, or, red yeah. or red. Yeah. It is red very, like,
0: red. this is gross, but look how red this gum is. It looks <laughs> like so you red. coughed
1: up a bit of lung. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it
0: looks like some <laughs> bit from my mouth or something that's just falling out. <laughs> uh, Ugh. Um, all right. So, the Thriller dance, you know, it was, we got the Michael Jackson music playing. Actually, I'm probably going to pipe in, uh, because I think this is a more superior version of the Thriller song, the Indian Thriller song. Um, (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) which I think is way better. Um, Yeah, my
1: calculator ain't got no bow. I know that
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you've you've never, like, looked up the Indian Thriller, go. You have to watch it. Pause this, go to YouTube, type in. Golimar, you know. you'll find it. G-O-L-M-A-R.
1: Golimar
0: Or is it Gole? G-O-L-E-M-A-R. It's great. Just, Golemar.
1: Just, just, just Indian thriller, you'll find uh, it. Yeah, yeah, Indian thriller.
0: But anyway, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's one of the best <laughs> so things good. ever. It's so good. Um, yeah, but anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> movie god. It was a big yeah. sticking
0: point in this film. Like I said, Gary Winnick, he's... He didn't want things to be half-assed and he didn't want things to make any sense. So the studio was really adamant that they had this thriller dancing and that he has to stage this big dancing and it's going to be a big moment. And he kept saying, what does it have to do with the story? (laughs) And they kept saying, "Uh, (laughs) we need to put it in the trailers. And he basically said he had to force them to make it work as part of the narrative. So ultimately the dance isn't, in the movie, just be there. Jenna gets her co workers and her friends to dance as a way to save the magazine launch party. Um, and weinig said that I didn't want it to feel like a music video, I wanted it to work dramatically. So, as good as the dancing is, the reason that scene works is because it's plot oriented, not because you know, sure, there and Jenna is saving the party the way a 13 year old would. Not as an
1: adult. Totally makes sense. Yeah. And he does, he does it the best he can, but it still it's still annoying. It's still annoying. And it's That's, annoying as well because you, you it? see, it's like, fuck. You, yeah, no, you're exactly. Just, if he's being forced to yeah. do it and they literally, they put it, maybe it's interesting, or they put it at the beginning as well, like just to, I guess, to justify it or, but like, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to come up or it's just a fucking great hit of the 80s shit, but it doesn't end up being like that. Because everything at the beginning, that little opening, paid off. Yeah. Every detail. Even her dancing to thriller paid off. It's just yeah, it's just one of those things. It just it's, it's just it's, it's just there. It's fun and like they're clearly having fun. Mm-hmm. And again, Mark Ruffalo is especially good. Um yeah. but, but what it, did he
0: look like in that scene? What
1: did he look like?
0: Yeah. if you're watching that, you saw it today, you saw him. Mm. What what was like what do you think was going through his mind?
1: Um, I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. lo- he looked like he's actually trying to remember the move, which is like what you think your problem was. But like, how does everybody remember the fucking thriller? Yeah. Was, like every step of it. He at least like takes a while to find it, and like his face—he never looked comfortable, and then he just leaves. So at least, yeah. He's totally right. It works because there's a dramatic through line yeah. and it pays off. But that also annoyed me because it's like, that's not how work works. That's not how business works. Yeah. The magazine's not going to go under because of fucking Party parties. parties. <laughs> Office parties are shit. Yeah. In general, everybody knows that. They're awkward and you move on from them. Nobody's going to be like, that probably wasn't very good. I don't think we should uh, renew the fucking our contract with this magazine, this thirty-year-old fucking fashion magazine. Yeah, it's been around forever. Like, yeah, it's not going it makes, anywhere. It makes <laughs> no <laughs> sense. I I pre- just appreciate because you know you find out the twist mm. with like the rival magazine and stuff. I really appreciate that they went quite far in making Jennifer Car- Garnet character, or sorry, no, Jenna Rink as an older person. Who she finds herself to be, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like an actual bad person. It's a big and she fight has choice. to, and she has to like deal with that. And that's something. And like Mark Ruffalo is actually a nice guy. Yeah, like legit to the point of hurting her and not doing what you think is going to happen, and it does happen in a different way. You still get the happy ending, but the moment where it's supposed to happen, he says no.
0: Although, and is he a nice guy, Phil? Great.
1: Because no, not really. Because he's essentially cheating on he his, cheats on the his
0: actual partner who he's going to marry,
1: but he, but then and that's the point. It you've comes to convinced that me
0: though that he's a magic wizard. It's his his, dream. Is, this
1: is all his dream, <laughs> and
0: he's crafted <laughs> this beautifully. And now he's dreaming he one up. day
1: of his childhood love. <laughs> yeah, now he wakes up and she's like, She totally wants yeah. me, bro.
0: <laughs> he went home to get that Casio to get his Casio. But he really he went just home like, to make
1: her jealous. He, he, That's all he, he did. He basically <laughs> went home.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go Made home and get my Casio and play this song I wrote for you for your birthday. And he actually just went home to create the spell to craft the spell.
1: <laughs> he, what is that? He went angel home to dust? get his fucking fan to blow. The yeah, the wind. That's <laughs> what dust. I mean. That's <laughs> what the joke is uh, like last yeah. week. I like. The ending only happened like she only like gets her second wish because it just happened to be fucking windy, yeah. Or is it just and the dust blows in her face. Residual she, dust. Wishing and like the rules are different here. She doesn't have to say anything. The dust knows what your inner desire is.
0: Yeah, she and doesn't even have to fucking like become fleeting, a though. good person. It's kind of no. the same as last, is next week's as well, which we'll get to next week. But it's a very like. But you can't fake that, right? You can that, change, right? That's you can the change point. as much as you want to, but it doesn't really matter because it comes down to an outside force. This being D- dust this yeah. week. This-, <laughs> this week it's dust. At least last week they had like actual, they had to actually change. They, had a prop.
1: they yeah. like
0: It was a part of the spell that they were cast under that they had to actually change.
1: She had to learn a lesson and learn a lesson and she had to learn how to make a perfect life, which just makes you feel bad yeah. because you're like, I don't have a fucking healthy relationship with my parents, yeah. but you know, <laughs> i make it through.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying that Jennifer Garner doesn't, uh, or Jenna rank, whatever, doesn't, uh, have to make, make a change and learn anything from this. It's just saying that she's got outside forces that actually change things. So it doesn't really matter because, she actually ends on a pretty downer note where things aren't actually turning out all that nice and then fucking dust magically blows on her and then she goes back to 13 and she gets pulled out of this hell that Maddie brought her into but does she really now she's going to be fucking tied <laughs> to this this little chubby boy
1: <laughs> until he grows yeah, but wouldn't you tie yourself to a chubby boy if you knew he was going to become Mark Ruffalo yeah if maybe. that if you knew that time was going to be very good to him these but you- this is the thing Jonathan <laughs> Didn't <laughs> the thing like the butterfly effect? It has to be a dream. Because like <laughs> shit just doesn't work out like that. Yeah. He becomes that guy because of everything he's been through. If he is just with her his whole life, he he probably would he probably would have stayed chubby. <laughs> and like, you know, and like not become a cool photographer or whatever he became. Yeah. It's like and she maybe doesn't become you know her fucking bitchiness is probably what gave her the drive to like become a high-end fashion editor. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so none of I don't know if any of that shit happened. Yeah, at the she end. can't do it's that. Just, like, you-, you can't just have it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? The thing back to the future. You You can't have have the big truck as well as the happy life. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like like there's a certain degree of drive that means you have to alienate people. And she got to where she was because she had that drive and she alienated people. But if she wants to be this nice, happy person, it's like a cutthroat world, which I did appreciate that about the magazine sequences because they did dive into that a little bit. And it was kind of fun to be in that world a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's got that Devil with product. Yeah, the they always have that. It's always a fun <laughs> environment. But having said all that, I'll contradict myself. She does throw it in Tom Tom's face at the end of the movie. So maybe she has found that drive, but from a different place. Yeah. From love or whatever, some stupid shit like that. <laughs>
0: well, we'll get into Tom Tom in just a second. But wrapping up the thriller and uh, Mark Ruffalo thing, mm. I asked you what he looked like and you, you kind of hit it on the head. Uh, which, you, well, you said that he looked like he was actually trying to remember, the, remember moves, the movie, which may have been a bit legit, but also a bit of good acting because that plays off.
1: Mm.
0: But also, he submitted that he, that, that embarrassment you see on his face in the thriller scene is 100% genuine. So much, so, he think- <laughs> so, much so that he almost turned down the whole movie because of that sequel scene.
1: He was like, the dancing was
0: horrible. I almost didn't want to do this movie. I literally read it and I'm like, I can't do this movie. I can't get (laughs) off and do those scenes. And he said, when Jennifer Garner dragged dragged me out onto the dance floor in the film, she was literally dragging me out. I had hours of rehearsal and I had a dance (laughs) coach who taught me how to do all the moves (laughs) and stuff. And still, when we got to the actually shooting and there was 300 extras around, I just didn't want to do that scene. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you feel it. That's legit. Yeah, but that yeah. just makes you love him even more. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. All Mark right. Ruffalo. Well,
0: I love this next one. Judy Greer <laughs> is Lucy Tom-Tom Wyman. Fatima Goo, Fatty McGoo, Fatty Go. Fatty Go. goo, 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 goo. goo, goo, goo. <laughs> oh, man. Judy Greer's is fucking great. I think she's starting to get like this bit of a reputation of people just like, dude, she's awesome. Like jawbreakers,
1: sick. Like she's just a great character actor again. Like, and that's the, the thing with character. Films.
0: Like she's awesome. She
1: is with again. Last, she just won a, last
0: week's lady, Jamie Lee Curtis, being the with daughter. Jamie Lee? Yeah.
1: Uh, again, it's that thing of like that's the not problem, but like the thing with you know being a character actor. You sort of you're on the side, and yeah. you, you deliver consistently good performance, but you can get overlooked because you're not the leading role. But she been great for you everything I've seen her I mean I always go to Archer and I know that's yeah. just her voice but she's so fucking funny on that show um, at the secretary Cheryl well, I mean her fucking voice her name keep changing that's a running joke <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the show Um, but yeah she's great yeah um, she's awesome and a, a good person to have here
0: so she uh, manipulates Jenna a lot throughout the mm. film both as a teenager and as a 30 year old something uh, Judy Greer didn't see Tom Tom as a villain, so when you said no, something about no. being a heel and stuff, or you know, yeah. I only right I the I wanted to bring this up. So she said, "I never considered that character playing a villain, even if they are a villain, because real villains don't." think yeah. they just think that what they're doing is right and that's some real pro wrestling hill mentality because
1: yeah you shouldn't change your character yeah, completely you, you
0: you can't just go out and do bad shit for no reason and you get everyone has a reason for the shit they do it's like it's either i'm acting out if if it's as simple as like you doing bad shit you're acting out but then yeah like no one ever thinks they're the fucking bad guy it's that joke of like are we the baddies, like, Are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean uh i think i think it's great she she did mention that she thought it was fun to play mean um there was a, <laughs> i think she was pretty good friends with Gen- jennifer garner and there's a lot of those moments of like where they're like you know going back and forth and all that sort of stuff and she's just saying mean shit and she was ad-libbing a lot because apparently she's just like really funny and they're just like letting her go for it. And she was just mm. the funniest person on set. So there was like things like, you know, if they weren't really sure if something was funny enough, they would ask her because they felt she was like <laughs> so funny that she would
1: know. She's the resident comedian yeah. on yeah. set. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it was funny because she was just like, you know, Jennifer Garner's like, wow, that was really mean. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she was just say some shit. But like, to be honest, she isn't the villain. Like, Jenna is.
1: Yeah, yeah, because she's just doing what Jenna did. Yeah, she's
0: only like, Well, fuck totally. you, you screwed over my friendship. To them, they were friends, and maybe she was a bit catty or weird or whatever, or a little bit more cutthroat, but like mm-hmm. they were friends and they were both probably just being bad together and they were probably loving it. But like Jenna was the one who was a rat who was selling poison's covers to Sparkle. And another little detail here, you go back and watch the film. At the very beginning when she's freaking out and Jenna like is looking at the phone, you were talking about the phone and everything, she goes through Mm. her stack of mail and she's like, Oh,
1: I live here.
0: Yeah. One of the envelopes (laughs) is a sparkle envelope. So they like threw it. Oh, they tell you right away. At the very beginning. Yeah. Oh
1: man. (laughs) This movie is Like Deeper than I'm giving it credit for
0: Yeah Yeah There's little details It was also kind of funny uh, Judy Guerrero Didn't think she looked Like her younger self Alexandra Kyle Like in Like everyone on set Like thought so And even her mother Was like Oh my god It's like seeing my daughter Again as a child But like like, I
1: don't know what you're talking about She was just
0: like I was like That girl's way prettier Than I
1: was (laughs) She was like I
0: was super geeky And I looked like a boy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we have rounded out the cast here. We'll just kind of quickly go through the rest of oh, them. Andy Circus plays Richard, the editor-in-chief of Poise. Apparently, he got a lot of flack from Gary we- uh, Weinick from basically Weinick was like, you need to bring it down, bring it down. And he was struggling to like be the flamboyant sort of character and stuff that he was supposed to be. But like, Wynick was like, bring it down, bring it down. And he mm. was just like, kept going up to me, bring it down, bring it down, just bring it down. And I'm kind of like, doing nothing here. And he's just like, bring it down. Exactly. I'm thinking, if I bring it down anymore, I'm going to be lying down. <laughs> he's like, having done Gollum for ages, my face has gotten more animated and I make Jim mm. Carrey look relaxed. <laughs>
1: uh, that's funny. That's yeah, very true. yeah, this was literally
0: right after Lord of the Rings. So. I was going
1: to ask where this came, because like, I don't remember the years and shit. I so- mean, he's good. I don't, again, like, I knowing that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, what, at first I'm watching it and I'm like, Okay, we have the like obligatory, obligatory British, British, British camp- guy, yeah. character, British guy Michael Caine in fucking Legally Blonde, and stuff. yeah, or like whoever Stanley Tucci played in everything. Yeah, no, I mean not to mention like Julia and I. Like
0: you know, we were kind of laughing about this. I think when we were watching this film, that like every film has because I don't think I talked to you about it. I was when you said about it's always in this world. Uh, I don't think the we we world. talked about that it was me and Julia were talking about this <laughs> and like, cause <laughs> it was very like, it was bringing back a familiar thing. I was like, "Did we talk about that already? But yeah, it was Julia and I were talking about, it. it's always like something like they're in the fashion, they're a magazine, they're a reporter, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And then there's like always a really sort of a, like either a dickhead or annoying <laughs> kind of fun British boss. Yeah. And like he, this film hits all those notes that's what this film is without, I think there being like someone like a Gary Winick who's just like, makes it fucking weird and kind of fun. <laughs> like if you take yeah, him exactly away, I'm assuming, weird. I don't know. I mean, Jennifer Garner is very uh, lovely and radiant in this film. And so is like, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo is so fucking lovable and everything. Judy Gurr is amazing. Maybe it'd still be very kind of fun, but mm. at the same time, I think like there's a bit of weird in there that like made it a cult classic. I think like, even though it's so. a huge, yeah. it's a huge hit, but it's one of those weird things of like films that have done well. that have kind of remained.
1: But weird. The the, yeah. Weird is the thing that keeps it alive, keeps it relevant. keeps yeah. people talking about it beyond just a, in a sort of kitschy way. And like, yeah, yeah. Just a little fucking decisions like that, like that choice makes it, that character more believable. Just make it seem more enjoyable and make the whole film Better. Yeah. Like Andy Snooker's just playing like a, a normal, fucking, like a regular, like character. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. Just, He's not a fucking cartoon. Like the film, it had a very nanny premise and yeah. a cartoonish world, but. So the character actually quite well realized yeah the only person
0: that really needs to be more of a cartoon is Jenna I mean not that she wasn't enough I'm just saying she's yeah. the only one that needs to be the cartoon everybody <laughs> yeah, else needs exactly. to be real because it's supposed to be a fish out of water sort of thing you know all yeah. body swaps especially if it's a kid going into an adult but I mean I, yeah either or I mean we were talking mm. about last week's episode and vice versa and stuff someone going from an adult to being a child again it's fish out mm. of water
1: but yeah. yeah I left it to father. <laughs> get it right <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah uh, rounded out the cast we had Kathy Baker and Phil Reeves as Jenna parents um, and then we have get the six chicks Tom Tom's crew so, uh, I know where you're going little girls oh, yeah. okay so of course we've already mentioned Alexander Kyle who mm. played uh, the older Tom Tom oh, sorry the younger Tom Tom but there's a few famous faces. There's a couple of people who still act and stuff who are amongst the uh, six chicks in this film, but there's two very famous ones. One, more I know famous one. than the other. So one, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. one is Ashley Benson, who uh, went on to do Pretty Little Liars, and she's kind of appeared in a couple of things here and there. But then I even noticed it when I was watching it. I was just like, I had to stop the film and look it up. Fucking Brie Larson.
1: Brie Academy Award
0: winning Brie Larson.
1: Yeah, I Captain only noticed Marvel, that herself, after. Yeah, I only saw that after. In really the fun. film.
0: She even has a line. It's kind of crazy. It's like, shit. Yeah,
1: weird. How far you've come. <laughs> yeah,
0: very weird. All right, and then also some of the younger people. We had Alex Black as young Chris Grandy. Only pulled him out because I thought it was kind of funny that he played the young Jimmy in Bubble Boy. I found that <laughs> out. <laughs> always, always need a Bubble Boy reference
1: if we can get always. it. Man, um, I miss Bubble Boy.
0: But the funny person that played him as an older person was Jim Gaffigan.
1: Yeah, playing <laughs> he, he was great. An older yeah, taxi the, driver, the cab driver. Yeah. Wow, I thought you wanted my number.
0: I love. Are you just like absolutely Who does this song?
1: Who does this song?
0: <laughs> I absolutely love like. This, this film giving young chubby kids hope that they're going to turn into Mark Ruffalo's and that also their bullies are going to turn into Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. <laughs> Aww, is are you sure that's
1: how this is going to play out? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> uh, let's get in the soundtrack. <laughs> There's some good eighties bullshit in this. Obviously we already talked about thrillers in this film. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Jessie's Girl
0: yeah that's the big song Jessie's Girl Rick Springfield that kind of plays throughout Uh, we get Head Over Hills by the Go-Go's Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads
1: What's this um, weird stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that always—it's always the Talking head. Yeah, it
0: always is. And it's always a kid like Maddie. You, you can tell yeah. he's going to be cool when he's older because he, he's already like cool, talking but you know, wise beyond his years and like into cool shit when he's thirteen. Which is exactly. Yeah, he's a—he's a year too young to be into cool shit. I think. I feel
1: like you're high school. Young. Is,
0: like you're—you're you're not in high school at thirteen, but you get into 14, 15,
1: you start, you start hanging out. out
0: with older kids, and they,
1: mm. they show you what's cool. A talking head, yeah. But yeah, but always, that's always the band. That's like yeah. the only alternative band that <laughs> yeah. for Hollywood yeah. recognized it in the eighties. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They will never touch Devo. They will never go down. That no, because they're like, if you with do Devo, chubby kid
1: like yeah. dancing to Kraftwerk. Yeah, sh-
0: <laughs> just dancing to Devo. They're Devo. just like, no, yeah, you're working. just. You're just going to be Revenge of the Nerds next. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Ice Ice Baby of Vanilla Ice. Um, That's,
1: yeah, fucking painful thing. Cut yeah. that right out.
0: Another kind... I- we haven't talked about this, but like Jenna hanging out with 13 year olds in the film is actually really funny. Some of those, I scenes. think that's funny. She befriended really.
1: that one in the elevator. Yeah, you
0: never talked to me. Why are you talking to me now?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I like his it's yeah,
0: yeah. So good. Uh, when they're all singing love is a battlefield by Pat Benatar, that's a good scene. And then,
1: yeah, yeah. Two weeks
0: in a row. Yeah, what? What I like about you? When I heard it playing in this, I was like,
1: "Dude, really?"
2: Wasn't that in yeah. last week's? And it's
1: early as well. You're like, and I was like, not in even- man. was like, yeah. This- like oh yeah, this song, it's a good song, yeah. It's familiar, yeah. Like you're gonna, did I just listen to it. I feel like I'm gonna swap bodies. What I like about yeah. you,
0: <laughs> you really show me what it's like. <laughs> I'm gonna go up, down,
1: turn around
0: inside of your body.
1: you know what the theme song has to be yeah you just did it what I like about you what I like about the rules (laughs) there aren't any
0: (laughs) (laughs) what are the rules exactly alright well we can figure it out alright this one what are the rules in this you just have to have dust
1: angel dust angel dust you have to go to sleep yeah or close, just close your eyes?
0: Is this just about angel dust? Someone doing angel dust? Doing a little too it's, much PCP and just passing is out? Is this an art
1: film? it's just an art two 13-year-olds getting fucking <laughs> Blitz? Just, I mean, because this film knows about drugs. Yeah. Remember when she showed up at Mark Ruffalo's place? He's like, are you high? You've been smoking pot? You yeah. K-holing or something? Yeah. He's like, he just said K-holing. k a good line. I forgot about the K-holing thing. I was like, yeah. that's a great line. And yeah. I wasn't, you know, I was it's like, gonna go oh shit. He nerds about drugs. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's a K-hole? Mom, what's a K-hole? <laughs> you'll find out. Your first festival, you'll find eat out. Fucking some
0: cereal. Shut up. <laughs> yeah.
1: The rules are... So... It's like special K. Yeah. That's also another. <laughs> <version>. <laughs> that's also another yeah. version. So, the dust needs to fall on you. Yeah. Nothing needs to be said. The mm-hmm. dust knows what your wish is. <laughs> dust it grants, the dust knows you better than your best friend. Um, and you get one wish. You get as many wishes as you want from this one collection of dust. Yeah,
0: as long um, as the dust is there, you can wish. <laughs> and it will happen. And,
1: and I guess you do need to go through some sort of change because she couldn't just be like, I wish I was 13 again. She would have to mean it because the dust knows the <laughs> you thing. You have to mean it. Yeah. You have but to mean it. Just, You're
0: really in over your head. There's so many thirty-year-olds that could really do with some of this <laughs> dust. <laughs> Fuck, this is too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you need to go. You need to go sleep. Yeah. And you need that transition for the you know f- change to fully form. Yeah. But it might just be a bad dream. This might be a fucking Winter of the Vault thing. I'm not really sure about mm. this movie anymore. Yeah. Because the, you know, what it started with was, this is a time travel movie. She goes from what 1987 to 2004 what the fuck like why isn't she freaking about about everything maybe not much has changed but like i feel like that's never really addressed yeah
0: that. there's not enough freaking out about her surroundings there's a couple yeah. of little things here and there there's a couple of gags and jokes bad jokes uh funny yeah. some are fun some are bad but like yeah not enough of like pure cuz it would be fucking weird it's not like next week's film mm. and i think i did say this to julia it's not like next week's film where you wake up and you become, you know, thirty. You have
1: whatever. the mind of a thirteen-year-old.
0: But this is literally it is time traveling. You wake up like, and you've blacked out. This is a literal like you've had a blackout.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's not like big. Yeah, where... she
0: roofied herself,
1: or he roofied her with the fucking dust. fucking dust, bro. It's
0: just roofies. Like, it's Mark Ruffalo
1: does. a nice guy. No, no. <laughs> he drugged the thirteen-year-old. <laughs> While he goes to get fucking Catio and then he comes back and he starts making out with her. Not right. And he gets a dream life.
0: Yeah, he gets his dream life. It's
1: not her. <laughs> no, this was She's she stuck at home hanging up pictures. <laughs> Bullshit.
0: Oh, he's taking his four out of Ar- 10 photos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> fucking listen. Are to they heads?
0: Yeah. Oh god. They're I just slightly closed movie.
1: up. Yeah. Love it. I
0: love this movie, and I love. I love the, <laughs> the conspiracy we <we've> brought up. <laughs> All right, thirteen Thirty was released in April two thousand four, taking in twenty two million in its first weekend. Unfortunately, it opened a week before Mean Girls. Talking about it last week, and it didn't quite stand as tall at the box office after that because Mean Girls was a fucking huge film. But mm. it still earned a whopping sixty million at the U.S. and Canada box office in it. Overall, earned ninety six point five million worldwide on a thirty seven million dollar budget, which is not too shabby. But thirty seven million—that made me go like, "What were they spending that on?"
1: (laughs) Like the the dude, it's all shot in New York, man. Like that's legit. They looked like a lot of like, yeah, it was. It was all in New York. Maybe shut a lot down. Maybe it's like John Hughes shit, where they like literally built the house.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't go into too much detail, but I was just like, damn, that's a lot of money—thirty seven million. Give me that, and I can. think make it's a music. Oh, that music! Yeah, it's all dude. <laughs> fucking yeah. lyrics What I like about yeah. you, and it that was cool. definitely Michael Jackson. Yeah, Jesus, that's like yeah. fifty million right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it became one of the biggest like DVD rentals that year as well, and it made over fifty-seven million dollars in rentals. Wow, so, yeah, pretty good. Um, the film was met with mixed reviews, though. I mean. It's kind of weird. Like audiences loved it, I think. Like, and it's one of these films that has yeah. had a lasting it's sort beloved. of impression. It's beloved. It's,
1: it's not going to yeah. be popular with critics. It's yeah. easy to, again, like last week's movie, like all of these movies, yeah. they're going to be easy to shit on. Yeah.
0: But yeah. it did have strong performances. So, yeah. Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly gave the film a very positive review. He said that 13 Going to a 30 is a rare commercial comedy that leaves you entranced by what can only happen in the movies. Gleiberman praised Jennifer Garner's performance writing, she cuts out all traces of adult consciousness, of irony and flirtation and manipulation, reducing herself to a keen goggle-eyed earnestness that's utterly beguiling. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote, The possibilities of Jenna's confusion are exploited for full effect. Garner, who turns out to be a charming abandoned comedian, makes Jenna's incredulousness and innocent, very funny, and occasionally even touching. Mm-hmm. Claudia Puig of USA Today gave the film three out of four stars, commenting, This romantic comedy is intended as a cautionary fairy tale. The silly humor works with the movie's gentle message of self empowerment and avoids sappiness in a tender interlude where the adult Jenna returns to her childhood home. Amusing, charming, and pleasantly nostalgic, 13 Going on 30 falls easily onto movie go- moviegoers' wish list. Um, but then there's Roger Ebert. He, he uh, gave the film two out of four stars, and he wrote, You buy the magic because it comes with the territory. What I couldn't buy is the world of the magazine office and the awkward scenes in which high powered high-powered professionals don't seem to notice they're dealing with their 13 year old mind.
1: <laughs> Thisn't this the thing again yeah, again, it's the thing people are like she's just acting really weird. She's actually having a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah, no Like her boyfriend immediately should not be like joking around. Yeah. You, I would be really worried. Yeah, are you like, okay? Like, seriously, are you okay? And it's just, you're just hoping nobody fucking institutionalized her for a few days <laughs> yeah. while she figures <laughs> her shit out.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> really weird.
0: Uh, But it's Mark Ruffalo, brother. <laughs> yeah,
1: Mark I Ruffalo. mean, no,
0: it's all worth yeah. it. George Morales or Jorge Morales of The Village Voice commented. The thirty something in, in me was all gag me with a spoon, but the kid in me was all this movie's rad to the max.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: It's kind of true though. <laughs> did you ever
1: Yeah, but did you ever say that?
0: Yeah, rad to the max. It I'll is say rad it's rad, to the max, but not though. rad to the max. I'll say Fair radmobile enough. as well.
1: Radmobile. Radmobile. <laughs>
0: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you fancy catching this on the big screen, 13 going on 30 plays this Friday, the 11th of March at the PCC, get your tickets at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. We know it's last minute, only a couple days away, but if you have fun listening to us gab about this film, you want to take a chance on it if you've never seen it before, hey, come you know, get some of that magic. Come dust. do that. <laughs> just don't get roofied. Just,
1: you know, really easy. Just some your drinks, to- cover your drinks up. You know, one minute you're hanging out with some nice kid you think is nice who shows you the talking head. And the next minute, you know, he's getting his Casio. (laughs) He's getting his fucking Casio. You know what that means? If anyone ever said, I just got to go across the street, get my Casio. Run. Run. Get the fuck out of there. Don't
0: hide in your closets either because there might just be dust. You know, somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like and him. that dust can transport as as you, you to like a magical like land. Bump a fucking shelf, it just comes falling on you. You, you can just, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, wasn't it? Wasn't it the dust that fell from the shelf, or was it like a bowling ball? You know, yeah. that just like knocked it <laughs> <her> clean <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> for you know, a, you know, a convenient amount of time yeah. for like an hour and a half, <laughs> and then it comes in. <laughs> maybe, dude. Well, maybe. maybe we'll yeah. never know. We'll never know. No, I no. think we're right.
0: <laughs> it's something fishy what's going on. Definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, another one bites the dust. That could have been in
1: here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But
0: the magic doesn't happen in there because next week we are back on our shit again. Heading to the pier in Brighton because Phil and I heard there's a Zoltar machine there. I'm going to wish to be a few inches shorter so it makes the train ride home a little bit more comfortable. And Phil, well, Phil's going to wish to be big. Because next week, we're talking the late, great Penny Marshall's 1988 fantasy comedy Big starring T. Hanks. T. Hanks? (laughs) Yeah, you know the gif? That's from Big where he like waves, but it like covers up like that it says t dot hanks and it just looks like Hanks. Thanks.
1: It's just like Thanks. thanks. Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> memes. I'm hip. And t- I'm hip to the memes. I'm hip. i yeah. well, I've seen big. I've seen big. I've seen big at least a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in a good good position to talk about it. There's some that's some wild There's shit. There's some stuff to I, talk about next yeah, week, and I can't dude, wait. It, it feels like it's one of those movies we've already talked about yeah. because it's so fucking insane, yeah. and we've definitely made fun of it before. Yeah. But now we're going to sit down and really just get it all out.
0: I'm afraid of what's going to happen because I literally you thought know what's gonna happen. 13 going on 30 was the safe option of all of them. Like It was the safest nope. one, but we totally turned it into like a rape fucking roofie fantasy or
1: something. I don't know. I'm, yeah, what? I mean, but they only kiss, so it's all good. <laughs> that's the worst! So I can't, no, but I can't say that about Big. You can't say that they at do all. They do more. They're only kids, They it's do okay. more than, they do, no, it's cool. They only
2: kiss.
1: <laughs> you can kiss a 13-year-old, that's not legal. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Oof. All right. (laughs) Well, just leave it on a fucking high note there. Please cut that out. (laughs) I'm saying you can't say that for Big. Yeah. Big jumps the shark and just becomes criminal. Yeah. That woman's going to jail. All
2: right, ladies
0: and gentlemen. Next week we'll talk about that. You can hit us up at the PCC podcast on Twitter and Instagram or you can pop us an email, podcastatprinceshawlsinema.com. Let us know how you're finding this body swap film season. (laughs) What are you into? What are your theories? Blow our minds. What
1: are the rules? What are the rules?
0: Um, And also, if you like what you hear, head over to patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. Support the podcast. Throw us a little bone. It only has to be like a pound or something. You get early access and... To all these episodes and you can just support us knowing that you're supporting us. But if you support for a little bit more, five dollars more a month, we well, get less <laughs> episodes. And uh we're trying to be really good. We've got a couple in the bag and we're got some ideas from other ones. Um Oh yeah, yeah so, we did
1: we did those, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. Uh head over there, support us. We love you guys and uh yeah, Phil, what's going on?
1: nothing then I'm done <laughs> I'm done I'm, you can find me on far away on on, on, on I'm, I'm around I'm at far away tonight on twitter and in real life or at the cinema you know me um and you know just don't get roofied yeah don't get roofied I'm like, hoping
0: this is actually ketamine and I'm gonna have a good time these razzles so
1: I'll see gonna you Jonathan's gonna call me <laughs> and be like fucking k-holing <laughs> I k-holed myself <laughs> yeah you're in a k-hole with Mark Ruffalo is this heaven <laughs> it's okay because it's mark ruffalo <laughs> it's okay it's fine look 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 if anyone's gonna do it <laughs> i'm you know i hope it's mark ruffalo if that had to happen <laughs> if it just had to happen oh god oh, you know it should be mark ruffalo
0: it should be mark ruffalo yeah <laughs> I'm just really upset that I didn't turn into Mark Ruffalo. My little chubby 13 year old self didn't become Mark Ruffalo. It's fucking bullshit.
1: Nah.
0: is bullshit.
1: How smash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles cast, Caged In Coppola Connections, a Town Limery, Maine, franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad free and made possible by listeners like you.